Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to Reader Syndicate 3.0 the next evolution of the look into counterculture that is canon. My name is Matthew, owner of Riot Seeds, and this started as a one-man mission for strain history and breeding science. Over time, it's evolved into something bigger, better, and more of a team effort. We will be joined by members of the Canaluminati and other friends throughout the seasons to hear their takes on grow techniques, breeding science, strain history, and more. Our mission is to combat the narrative that corporate cannabis and seed posers are obfuscating for their own financial benefit. Welcome to the underground. We are The Syndicate. Welcome to Reader Syndicate. I'm Matthew, here with Thousandfold, and today we are going to be talking about... Thousand? Jeezel. Jeezel, that's right. One of my favorite plants, one of my favorite uh, clones... It's been kept over the years, and we're going to give you a, I don't know how short or long it's going to be, but we're going to give you a thorough rundown of the clone, uh, more about it, where it came from, etc. And with that, Thousand, you want to um, kick it off? Yeah, well, I think I was wondering whether or not you want to start with uh, the kind of who did, who said, you know, who said what, Um when yes. uh versus traits what do you what yeah do you we'll think? start with that we'll start with the back history on just kind of okay. where it popped up from yeah um, sounds good so uh Jeezel came from the chem dog crew originally now uh the story goes that it was chem dog greg who i believe his first quotes were that it was the chem dog d firming onto the mass super skunk clone which is different than the va super skunk clone Different than the Mom of Sour, as best we know. And um, we don't know what year. I've asked him several times, but it's uh, not it's inconclusive as of yet, unless he finds his journal. Uh, Can I ask the year in it. here? Yeah. When you say it's different from the VASS, is this, do you think that it was just like a Sensi SS? Like from Sensi, Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. after talking to Gabby, um, like yeah. we've always had this assumption and knowledge a little bit just from different people in the group saying, yeah, we went we went and bought more Sensi Seed Super Skunk. Whether they went there to get it or ordered it, don't know, but they had more Sensi Seed Super Skunk that they popped at some point. We know that for sure. But after talking to Gabby, um, he readily confirmed that there was more Sensi Seed Super Skunk popped all over the place between all those crews. So right. I'm not sure if um, they did that because the VA Super Skunk was known as a Super Skunk, even though it was probably a hybrid, according to the guy who uh, made it or accidentally made it, um, M, I'll call him. Um, 
But I don't know if because they knew that Super Skunk was somewhat in that first one from VA that was really dank that they decided they were going to start chasing Super Skunks up and down there. Or if they just had smoked other Super Skunks and said, wow, this is really dank and we're going to go for it that way. But at some point they acquired more um, Super Skunk seeds. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so Kim Dog said that he made it. Again, we don't know what year. I'm assuming early 2000s to mid mid maybe 2004 to 2006 sounds more accurate but i do think it was around before 2006 pretty sure so on the chem timeline where is this relative to the uh you know the the different seed pops <laughs> do you know yeah i mean it's a hard question because it all depends on whose point of view you take when it comes to yeah. the chem seed lines like is Chem D one of the original seeds? If not, is it 91 Super Skunk? Which Super Skunk was it the one from Sensi, which I think it was? If that's the case, according to, to Greg, that D was in the room at least when Jesus was made. So it has to be later if we are going by what he says. And, and that's my friend. I'm not going to call him a liar or anything crazy. Um, if we believe that's what he says, then it would have had to have been at least a later pop than whatever was made. Yeah, pop to make mm -hmm. tea, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm sure it's going to confuse the shit out of people who have, but you just go back and listen to our chem dog episodes. It, it really goes into detail about which one we think it is. And again, we'll, we'll reference the codex later. The codex also talks deeply about the chem dog situation and what was what. So definitely check out our codex and we'll link you in the description. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that covers it with what was said. Yeah. Um, there was another person involved in in greg's close crew um in chemdog greg's close crew named bundy and we know that he was a uh a good friend of greg um and he was doing a lot of the library keeping he was very into making crosses he was i would say probably more of the strain nerd in the group trying to keep um tabs on that kind of stuff and there's some other sister lines that I've been able to get a hold of, right? I would say not sister, but maybe tangential sister, if that makes sense. Um, like, like Snow Dog. Snow Dog looks very similar to Jeezel. It smokes very similar to Jeezel. Um, it's much more resinous, a little bit more sweet. Um, but I would gather it was probably made around a similar time to the Jeezel. Uh, they both kind of pop up around the same time. And in my opinion, Bundy probably had something more to do with it because it seems like some of the work that he was doing. Um, I had a question here because I don't sure. know that much about Snow Dog. Um, is it also considered uh, a chem fam, quote unquote? Yes. Okay, yeah. Snow Dog, um, what was it? Or Snow Bubbleberry Chem? Snow Bubble Chem, I think it was called. Uh, is the mother. Other, yeah, there are these other cuts around chem fam that I don't, doesn't seem like it's very clear that it's from them. Like, I don't know, yeah. Snowdog, Jizzle. These are lesser known, obviously, Kim. Yes. And, and I think also because, like, even though some of them had, like, dog in the name, like Snowdog, Snowdog was passed around quite a bit because it had dog in the name. But Jizzle kind of dropped to the side. It was one of the – there was never any hype for Jizzle over all the years. Like, when I first got the cut, there wasn't Jizzle hype. Nobody was chasing Jizzle. Most people never that's, heard of it and didn't know what it was. That's an interesting thing to talk about as well. Like, I know in the past you've said you think that's partly because of the name. Yes. But in my mind, I'm like, 
but don't people like diesel? So wouldn't they have thought, oh, diesel is like a diesel thing that sounds cool? Um, even yes, just based on the thing. But there was also another line called Cheezel out. <laughs> and most people, when you said diesel, were assuming you were talking about Cheezel. So that was also another issue. You know, the UK cheese diesel by someone else, I think. Uh, maybe that's a Heath Robinson thing, if I remember correctly, the Cheezel. Yeah. But um, it had nothing to do with the diesel. Uh, as Greg told it to me, it was G's Diesel is where the name came from. Greg's Diesel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, as he explained it, it was his favorite version of the chems and diesels. And that's why it was called G's Diesel. And as uh, Manny from the Sour Crew explained it to me as well, they use the term diesel to describe everything. And he thought it was more like, and since he was one of the people that named the chem bag seed the our can bag seed that became diesel um he was i asked him like where did you get the name like he's like well diesel jeans were popular things like that diesel gas like it all kind of mm-hmm. came in at the same time and that's kind of why the term diesel popped up and plus chem yeah. weed didn't really flow well with organic growers they didn't like that that's term, right chem weed so they preferred to call it diesel instead and, and it makes sense you know like the organic growers yeah. can get real studious about that you know what i mean like even the name would bother him so so funnily enough i guess what you were implying is that if he called it like chem f it probably would have sold chem g it probably would have been chased forever i think (laughs) i I say that but then chem one is not really chased but it was also held back so tight that nobody really got to grow it for so long you know but yeah yeah chem one isn't really chased either so it kind of shoots somewhat of a hole in my thing but it's it's the best I can gather. I mean, it, it was available. It was not really hoarded. The diesel clone, like people would pass it. I passed it a lot, but um, most people would just drop it. It's a hard plant to grow. Um, now we talked about what it's supposed to be. Um, we'll talk about what it is in a little bit. Do we want to go into any other other history stuff? Is there any other questions we have there? Is there any other context that you think is interesting? I guess is maybe another way of you know. Um... We talked about the name. We talked about the crew. Um, it's it's been really it's, it's been really interesting. Uh, mostly trying to track down the dates because knowing the dates would help this make a lot more sense um, of what it was, what else was in the room that was made. Um, it would give us more of a clue. Oh, if if Kim Dog D was the the pollen contributor, what else did Kim Dog D What else was made? You know, um, things yeah. like that would really help us pin down. Um, I have my own opinions, of course, on what it is after running it for over 15 years and uh, running through a lot of the S1s, uh, sold a ton of them, watched a ton of them grown too by other people. I have my own theory on what it is. Um, And just based on knowing a lot about the D, how it reverses and whatnot, I think that it was probably the pure super skunk herming on itself. Um, One thing we know about ChemDog D is that it doesn't tend to throw live pollen when it herms. It just doesn't. Like That was a big problem with it. A lot of people wanted Chem DS ones over the years, so they'd torture hermit, and it just wouldn't make seeds. It just, it's not a, it's a sterile pollen thrower for the most part, unless you use like STS or something like that to reverse it. So mm-hmm. looking at it, the way the plants come out, it tends to stay true to all the super skunk traits, types, um, terps, all of it. Okay, maybe yeah. we should just go into the traits then. Yeah, I mean, kind of have to. Um, yeah. 
So the traits of Jizel. Jizel is a long, lanky plant, a lot like the Diesels, a lot like you would see in OG Kushes. Um, it stretches quite a bit in flower, and even as a veg plant, it does need some staking because it's it's very, very lanky, a very lanky plant. Um, it's not the heaviest resin producer, which I think is another reason a lot of people didn't keep it. Um, it has a very old school look to it, and I wish we could show pictures of it, but that's how our videos get flagged and stuff and hidden. So unfortunately, we can't show the pictures, but you can go reference any of this in the codex under the Jizzle um, and, and see some pictures, uh, old original pictures. I think OG Rascal's pictures are up there. So shout out to OG Rascal. He had some of the best original, some of the first pictures people were putting up online of it that were decent rows. Um, currently, there are only a couple, but I imagine you have more. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, we have more. I need to get more up in there. Um, what else do we got? Uh, so... It's got very, very bubbly bracts. That's something that yeah. a lot of people notice with it. The the big bubbly bracts. It almost looks like it's holding monster seeds in it, even if it's not. Um, they're very dense bubbly bracts, but the bud, the bud density, how the bracts form, isn't super dense. It's it's not airy, but it's right in between. It looks like it'd be super dense, but it's just not as dense as it looks. Which I think is another reason people weren't super chasing it. You know, it's not as dense as 91, not as dense as D. Um, but the main trait, the main reason that I kept it is because it has this wonderful buttery skunk. And that, that's quoting Pip because I could never place it. It always just said skunky. Like I always said, it's skunky. I don't know how to explain it, you know, but Pip nailed it down to buttery skunk, creamy, buttery skunk, like savory skunk. And I think that is the most accurate term. Um, you, I would say gassy, but it's not necessarily gassy, but some of that, like the, the non-harsh tones of gasoline, like when at the pump petrol, um, that smell minus the harsh notes, they're kind of too loud is in there, but with skunk, um, true to the term skunk. Just, uh, you mentioned the, the kind of swollen bracts earlier. How would you compare the flower structure in general to like a diesel? which also has some of that. I, I mean, they, they both have that super skunk trait of the, the bubbly bracts. Like that's one of yeah. those, the, the traits that runs through and true through all super skunks. The other am, trait, I, am I right in, in thinking that the Jizzle flowers don't, they don't seem to end up being quite as big. Uh, they seem almost, but I don't know. I've only seen a few pictures. Yeah, no, they're, they're delicate. Like when I grow it, it's delicate, small buds. I've seen yeah. people blow it up and blow it out and get large yields from it but i didn't like it that way i felt it was always more midsy that way and it liked to be a certain um a certain look like it, it liked to be smaller to produce better resin and the high was almost always better if you didn't push it too hard and when you push this thing too hard she absolutely will hurt just like the old super skunk um that was one of the other things like in in my theory with the the chem d versus the super skunk the mass super skunk was a notorious herb. Like that was its reputation. Oh, it's a great plant, smells great, fucking herms everywhere and, and loads up aroma seeds. Like that was its reputation ever since I've been around. Um, so the likelihood that a, a chem dog D that throws sterile pollen is in a room with a mass super skunk that's already gonna throw live pollen on its, it, like, I mean, it, it, one is more likely than the other. And with how it breeds, I would have to say that it's more likely just super skunk. But to this day, uh, 
you know, Chemdog Greg definitely stands by his story on that it was the Chem D. I don't know how he's come to that conclusion, but um, I, I I tend to disagree on that. But he was there, I wasn't, so it's it's a really hard one to disagree on and have any kind of standing on it. It's it's one of those situations, and, and we've run into this a lot with Kim Fam. And uh, yeah, that's with all respect. It's just really how it goes. What would you say about its effects, potency, oh, for you? Um, for me, because like like we always talk about, effects are very subjective. Like it depends on the person smoking it, their brain chemistry, um, set and setting. Like they talk about when you're um, dropping acid or mushrooms, set and setting is just as important with cannabis to me. Um, if you're in a bad mood, have a bad bad day it doesn't always like cannabis will not always like decrease your anxiety not every strain not every grove every strain will decrease your anxiety some will amplify it especially for me yeah um yeah diesel just doesn't do that i i talk about how blueberry i can smoke it it has some anti-anxiety effects diesel has the same effect for me it doesn't have the ass-kicking potency of chem dog d that can make you white out or, or feel like you're dumb speaking where like you know, when you're speaking and everything you hear coming out of your mouth sounds stupid and nonsensical, it doesn't really have that effect for me. But it does have a lot of the um, the well-being effect. You know, uh, mm. super important. I think for that's me another reason why you like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the main reason I smoke is for anti-anxiety. Like I, I get amped up too easy, and when I find something like that, that's very special. You know, and even when when I was first given the cut by Bodhi, um, he's the first person to pass it to me back in the day. It was the first person I saw actually growing it and making crosses with it. Um, it. It wasn't the skunk part that really made me hold on to it. It was the, the actual high from it that made me hold on to it. Uh, mm -hmm. During that time, I don't remember a bunch of people actually actively chasing skunks, skunky smelling stuff uh, when he passed it to me. But, you know, in a few years, that became very important. And it always baffled me that people had trouble finding it. I'm like, it's right here it's been passed around. It's still alive. It's not hard to find. And to this day, people still don't get that. But um, I think they're starting to a little bit. Unfortunately, there are a lot of um, really bad faith individuals selling fake clones of it right now on Instagram and wherever else online. So a lot of people's idea of what Jesel is, is very skewed, very, very skewed, um, which is why it's important to talk about the traits, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other main traits in all super skunk that I talk about are the dog tongue traits. And this, it's basically a, the small, I don't know what you'd call those leaves, sucker leaves, a lot of people call them, but they are rounded around on the tip. They're kind of slightly like bent like this. Like you'll see it in sour yeah, pictures. Yeah. yeah. You'll see it in 91 pictures. You'll see it in all kinds of uh, different shots. And it's not just that it has those, it's the distribution on the bud in a pattern that specifically leaves the look of super skunk. And that's like one of the quickest identifiers for super skunk stuff. And I rarely, rarely have ever seen pictures of another plant that has that trait, uh, that specific trait. I have seen it on, um, oh, I want to say it was like a early girl from a high times magazine but as we know like high times use stock pictures and would call them certain things so that's that's being as that's the only one anomalous picture i've ever seen i tend to think it was probably a super skunk hybrid just being pushed in the magazine is that for that one picture um, but i can't say for sure 
obviously. Um, historically, Matt, maybe now is a good time to talk about what kind of crosses did you think, uh, well, what kind of crosses did you make with it? And what else have you seen other people make with it that you feel, you know, has stood up or has been interesting or? So some of the first crosses I saw with it were um, Bodhi's, um, I think it was called Isaac Hayes. And now Yo Sammy has released a line called Isaac Hayes, but um, I don't know which one came first. I mean, it's two different continents, you know, like it could have been simultaneous for all we know. But the Isaac Hayes released by Bodhi was a Jeezel cross to Ace Seed's Bengi Hayes. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was like a Meow Thai Hayes of some old timers Hayes, maybe Bengi Hayes was. But um, that was the first cross I'd ever seen of it. And you can see a lot of super skunk types in that. And everybody that grew it absolutely loved it. And that's kind of what made me ask him for the clone in the first place. I was seeing him make that cross, seeing pictures of it. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, when I got a hold of it, one of the other things I was chasing at the time was a clone called Superdog. Um, the first time I'd ever seen pictures of Jeezel wasn't the Rascal pictures. It was actually in the Canna Bible from Jason King. And along with the Jeezel, there was also Snowdog in there. There was Superdog. Um, and Superdog was supposedly a Chem 91 mass super skunk, which sounds very similar to me to Chem Dog D. So I'd assume it would be something like that. So one of my first goals with the Jeezel, since it was very similar, was to recreate something like the Superdog because it wasn't available anywhere in my city or anyone I knew had the Superdog. Um, Bud would come down of the Maui Superdog to San Diego, but that was rarely. And it was pretty dank. So I was like, I, I want to recreate this with this. This is what we have. This is the closest it gets. So my first seed line with it, I believe, was the, the, the Superdog 2010. I think it was called, maybe. That was my first real release with it. And I was really stoked with it. It was in Skunk Magazine. Um, another one that I did was the Jeezel uh, crossed to Suge Knight. Oh, no. It was Jeezel West Coast Dog, which is not related to Chem Dog. It was a scam cut line from Paradise Seeds Mod uh, TK1. He's had a million names. The guy's probably still around. Um, and that that's like a bubba type but a little bit different but it's a really nice plant and that it was the west coast dog cross to the suge knight ogbx one i know again the suge knight's been really popular to talk about on instagram the other day i saw someone telling a story that the suge knight was some clone that the rapper went to nepal to go get to bring back and it became og <laughs> which is totally wrong suge knight was a forum member um he was making like northern lights leopard kush things like this uh, the Suge Knight Kush was a Bubba. The Suge Knight OG was probably the OG Bubba OG type back cross of some sort, if if he even went that far with it. I'm not sure. I didn't know Suge to know um, how much work he was actually doing or not doing, you know. So yeah, that's... I'm trying to think of what else I've made with it. Um, I, of course, have the blooper skunk, the Jeezel yeah. cross to the blue bonnet, which is my, by far my favorite Jesus the Cologne up until current time. And it's very berry skunky. They, they merge really well together. It's very true to keeping that beautiful, beautiful Jesus super skunk look, but with a lot more resin too. Um, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite lines to smoke with the Jesus in it. 
trying to think of what else I made with cheese. I, I, I tried to whap it with everything every year that I had it, but, um, I think you're the other one I can think of is the triangle choke, right? Yes. Thank you. The triangle choke. So that was during one of our diesel reversal, uh, diesel reversals back in the day. We did, oh yeah, and there was also um, Sour Dub Jeezel that my buddy Racer X made and released with us. That's one of my favorites of all time, too. The Skunk Spray Cam uh, just released. It has to do with the theory that Super Skunk, that skunk smell, is a double recessive. So when you cross two double recessives, which would be two Super Skunk types displaying that type, so like a Sour to a Jeezel, it will almost always just constantly throw that smell and, and, and skunkiness and gas and it, it locks that in and it's 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 one of my favorite crosses for doing that um i mean i can see why right it's if yeah. you've got your blue locked in and you've got the diesel you know super skunk locked in yeah it's nice and we had the triangle choke diesel that was something i released with chemdog greg as a collab but didn't sell nobody bought it i don't know why triangle kush was kind of popular at the time but not as well known maybe so like Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trying to trying to hit a hike that wasn't there at the time didn't really work. So I popped him myself and I found a keeper and that's what we hit with the blue bonnet. And I was already doing some sour diesel blue bonnet, diesel blue bonnet. Uh, there were all sorts of different super skunks in there. Uh, Motor Breath 15 blue bonnet, the Chem Sister S1 blue bonnet. So I wanted to throw in another one just to kind of see how that distribution worked when crossing it to super skunk. And that's probably like one of the most beautiful, frosty, crazy, potent lines that came out of the Blue Bonnet Crosses. And I think everybody pretty much universally likes it and finds something that they find to be a keeper somewhere in that line. Yeah, yeah, we have a bunch of pictures being, uh, of it. Popular recently. Yeah, on our Discord, there's tons of pictures of it. Scruton and, and Blue Grease have got beautiful pictures of it. One of my favorite looking cuts of it. Yeah, Chalice as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where are we at? Let's see. Um, you did mention S1s, but I was kind of curious what else you might have seen when you did that. Well, in the S1s? Yeah, in the S1s. So in the S1s, there is there is some heavy variation. Um, I didn't think there would be as much variation as there was because if it is an S2, I would expect it to breed more true to type. But in saying that, there was like mango versions of it popping out, sweet versions popping out. It tended to keep the same structure and look for the most part, but some of them did have more of a, a more conical skunk one type bud structure. Um, so it definitely showed more of the recessive skunk one in the S2s, while also, or I'm sorry, in the S1s. If it's a mass super skunk S2, it's still showing the variation of the super skunk or of the skunk one inside of it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it stuck mostly to the, the savory skunk, the buttery skunk, and there was also some mango types, um, but that's mostly the, the range it stuck around. Uh, and in skunk one hybrids, I tend to see a lot of that sweet, uh, generic, you say mango, it's not really mango mango, but it's like a tropical. sweet fruit. Tropical, yeah, it's, it's generic yeah. sweet fruit tropical. 
Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, you did talk already about what you what you thought it, it, what it is, obviously. So I don't know if yeah. we... I mean, yeah, I, I still think it's a Super Skunk um, S2. I really do. Despite everything that was said about it in history, it just, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but um, and there's always going to be some doubt there because I wasn't there, you know, but I do think it is uh, pure Super Skunk. Well, it's probably not a bad time to actually just go into the into the drop. Um, yeah. So. And, yeah. Yeah. So uh, CSI Humboldt first got the Jesel cut in 2006 and ran it. Um, we'd spoken about it over the years. He dropped it after and and he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I remember running it. I don't remember much about it. Probably, you know, I'm not that interested in it. He doesn't really like diesels in the first place. So it was a hard sell to get the homie to run Jesel. I was like, dude, you like skunky stuff? Stop. Stop playing. Gotta grow it. And eventually he did. And that was a few years ago. And he hit me up. He's like, dude, this Jeezel, tell me more about it. You know? And that 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 felt really good because I like when when I, I tell someone something that I think is really special and someone as experienced as him agrees. I mean, he sees more stuff than probably anyone else I know like more different variations of everything by doing massive seed pops, making tons of hybrids. And it interested him enough to, to work with it. And we decided we we're going to do a collab on it. And he wanted to make some more S1s since I was all out of them. And I don't know of any with great provenance out there that exist other than the ones that I did. So it was time to bang some out. And we decided to make some hybrids as well. So we spent some months talking about what would be good pairings for the Jeezel cross. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, should I go through the list of what was hit or what's available? Probably what's available. Probably what's available. I mean, we can go into what was hit just to generate more hype later, but yeah, it's true. Now, okay. Start with what's available. Okay. So we had the Bubba Kush and oh, I yeah. think the reasoning behind that was one of CSI's favorite plants was a Sour Bubba. One of my favorite plants was a Sour Bubba. Um, and this is going to be very close, but I like Jeezel more than Sour, so I thought that this would be a good direction for it. So we wanted to do the ChemD Jeezel just to have an idea. Um, on my theory, if, if ChemD's in this plant, it'll either look like a ChemD, a feminized ChemD BX, or it'll look like the first ChemD Super Skunk Pipeline. Um, and will we be, I mean, will we be able to tell just by running a large population? I don't know, but it was something that we both liked the idea of and wanted to see. Is it possible? Can we tell? Is there any way to define this? So that's why that was thrown in there. Um, dog shit is one of the dog shit electric boogaloo, I should say. Its original name was electric boogaloo, but for all intents and purposes, we're calling it dog shit because that's how it's colloquial known. You know, everybody knows it is dog shit. So that's what we're going with. Um, dog shit's one of the most famous clones that pretty much everyone universally loves uh, when they try it. So that had to be in the room. It's a uh, you know, some sort of probably an L5 haze type, maybe not any skunk haze. I, I don't really know enough about it, but um, like it's history or it's it's a hard plant to nail down as far as terps on what it could be. But it seemed like a good pairing for the Jeezel. Um, What else do we have in there? We have, what do you, can I, before you oh, go yeah. on, like what do you have any sense of what to expect from that one? Or no, I, it seems like a wild card right a little bit that's a wild card that's something uh that's more of a question for csi i don't have as much yeah. experience with dog shit i've only done one cross with it um it, it didn't i haven't run it a bunch it's more of an older clone that took a long time to get to me 
And maybe, sorry, while we're on this note, what do you hope yeah. for from the Bubba Jizor? You kind of mentioned the, uh, what was the comparison you had? Sour, Sour Bubba. Sour Bubba, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, Bubba, Bubba in itself is already, like, when you grow it certain ways and nail it, it's, you can see expressions of OG Kush in it. You can see some of the Bubba expressions. There's all kinds of stuff in, in Bubba. When it's nailed, it can be super terpy. And because Jizor is also super, super terpy itself, it's just... The sour bubbas that we smoked before are just stellar, absolutely stellar highs, yeah, stellar terps. Oh man. And I because I like Jizzle more than sour, and I think it's more terpy and less noxious, offensive, I think it'll it'll be pretty insane. It'll be absolutely insane. So that's that's yeah. one of the reasons we went with that. And it's it's also the same reason we went with Irene Kush. Mm -hmm. uh, large, large terp percents coming out of it, very terpy, uh, seems to merge well with other plants and Jizzle. In the S1s, you can find OG Kush smelling-ish plants, not, not identical, but in that direction. So we wanted to see if we can push Irene more in that direction and find a more terpy, skunky version of OG Kush by doing it. Um, in my mind, that's why I wanted to do it. So I, I can only speak for myself on that. And it made it through. Yeah. So stoked. Um, the pineapple Jeezel. I do not know anything about pineapple. That's a humble NorCal type thing. That's something that Inspector wanted to use, CSI. Um, it's a large yielding outdoor plant that smells pineapple-y. I do have no clue how that's going to combine. We're about to find out. You know, like, I love pineapple turf. <laughs> like, the C99 pineapple is like a terpenaline pineapple type thing. Um, I don't know if this is, I don't think it's a terpenaline pineapple. I think it's just pineapple. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the pineapple tie from Shaw, if it's the same cut or not. It may be, may not be. Um I do need to find out more about that one, but it is available. And uh, we, of course, did the Sour Jeezel. The Super Skunk Recessive Double Up that I talked about earlier. Easy, easy money right there. It's just bam, easy. You know it's going to come out dank as hell. Almost every time you mix uh, two Super Skunk types, it happens. And we wanted something readily available for people to find keepers in in very small amounts of seed pods. We don't have room. If, if someone wants Super Skunk, that's going to be their ticket. You know, Sour Diesel S1s have been very hard to make, very hard to come across. This is really close to what you would expect from that. And, um, oh, good. Can I ask you one thing? Uh, even though it's not on the list and I don't, I don't know if it was even, I'm, did he, did you guys not do an Urkel? I don't think Urkel was ready at the time uh, um, for the room. And yeah. that's the only reason it wasn't in there. A lot of that had to do with what do we have available what yeah, you know? Amazing. What's in cuts? What's rooted? What do we want to throw in? And of course, it was his first time reversing Jizzle, so like yeah. he wasn't sure if it was gonna always if, if it was gonna be a successful reversal too. So now that we know that you know he's capable of reversing it, nailing it really easy, like I did, it it's probably gonna be the next round or a future round. But yeah, that's kind of one that needs to happen. Um, Urkel makes beautiful hybrids. Yeah, I mean, I do see that he. I mean, I, again, I don't know if this one is one of the actual ones that's released yet, but there's a T1000, which I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. That's, you know, I, I remember talking about it now that you bring that up, and that was going to be our closest to Urkel because it was discussed. Yeah. And we're like, oh, T1000's in there. Might as well, you know, run yeah. with that, see Makes how sense. it does. Makes sense. And I think the, the last one on the list is the 5150, which is his select cut of the Triangle Kush S1s. Big yielder, super potent, super chirpy. And again, along the ideas of the Irene, we wanted a large, but this is more like a larger yielding commercial Jeezel that 
anybody who loves OG Kush, loves Triangle, will love this plant. So that was our idea behind that one. And uh, yeah, we just dropped these Christmas, I think it was. We decided to drop them. And tonight I'm going to be packing and doing all kinds of shipping. So yeah. So to make but it really clear, they're available on your on your website too. Yes, yeah. they're available on rightseats.com. They're also available on CSI or HumboldtCSI.com. So either place is great to grab them from. Check it out. Um, all the freebies that are going to be with it are the Sour Diesel Diesel, or you can buy it as well. Those are available to buy. But I'm going to be sending out Sour Diesel Diesel with these first orders. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so, look, yeah, right, I mean, for, for yeah. outdoor people, I would probably recommend um, the Pineapple Diesel because it's a proven outdoor plant. The dog shit diesel, another proven outdoor plant. Irene does pretty well outdoors as long as it's not too humid. Um, Bubba don't have humid <laughs> outdoors again. <laughs> Candy does really well outdoors too. So all of those are going to be good outdoors. Diesel does well outdoors too. Diesel does great outdoors. Oh, it's cool. not too dense. It doesn't it mold too readily. It's fast flowering. I mean, we're talking eight weeks flowering time. We're not pushing it any longer than that. Um, she will herm if you, if you push her longer than that. So it's like. It's the the gift that keeps on giving from the mass super skunk is the uh, intersex traits. But it, when you get to this point in growing, like you learn to watch your plants, take care of them, they're easily remedied. You know what I mean? So it's it's not anything I take into consideration. And she does breed more um, consistently non-intersex than the actual plant is when you push her hard. Um, I did want to prod you about one more of the crosses that Caleb mentioned, but again, probably not in the release. Uh, the cookies, the times Jesel. What, what do you think is going to come out of that? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be along the Urkel type and OG type. You know, you'd probably see little segregations yeah. of both populations. Yeah. But yeah, there's also the, like, the F1 Derb was in there. Or no, no, uh, Flow Rider. It was the flow rider OG yeah, yeah, in there? Okay. There's we had the 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 LA Kush in there. We had the uh, 56 day headband in there. Maui Wowie, his pure OG, which is the first cut of OG Kush that he ever got um, from Elk Slayer. So like we actually have like the old one of his older OG cuts in there. We have the snow, different kind of hash plants, sweet kind of hash plants across it too. Uh, chem One's also in there, which is more of a NL5 Haze type of chem. Yeah, there's, so there's those are definitely coming have. too, right? Yeah, they'll yes. eventually be. Some of them we didn't get a ton of seeds from, so they may not be released, and we're just going to run them to look and see. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But some, yeah, eventually will be released, like the bubblegum, Jesel, stuff like that. Cool. Very nice. Uh, right. I mean, we've covered most of, I think, of the information that we wanted to cover. Uh, yeah. Was there anything you wanted to say about the codex do we want to add more stuff to it yes Is so it... i really wanted to get to it over christmas but like some people know i've been dealing with like some health stuff and i've been figuring it out kind of what it is and it kept hitting a little bit during christmas so i didn't get to do as much as i wanted to with adding to the codex but it's going to be a non-stop project um if you want to hear some more in detail about what we were talking about with like the different versions of the chem stories, what we think versus what's been established. The Codex is a great place to go. Codex.thebreedersyndicate.com. Um, our, our goal is this to be the best resource for historical clones and historical lines. 
So you can go look at it and it's not going to be just my take on it. It's going to be several different takes on each thing. We mark it as speculative it's, if it's speculative. We mark it if it's for sure and there's no argument about what it is. That's there. You know, like we tried to think of all the variables that we could to cover all the bases so people understand the information that they're reading and how reliable it is, isn't, or could possibly be. And uh, yeah, I mean, between between both of us, we've put a lot of time and energy into it. And I, I, I'm really stoked about it. I think it's going to be one of the most important things that we do as the syndicate together. I really do. And I hope everyone I else mean, is stoked. I will say that... Uh... This episode is also, I think, the first episode for the new year. So happy new year, everyone. And happy new um, year. And also, I was kind of doing like a recap of 2023 with my girlfriend last night. And uh, it actually kind of blows my mind that the Codex was just earlier last year. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... last year went really quickly. And that was one of the big things that happened last year. Um, Look how much the, the, the show has changed and grown. Just the last year. Yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. last year. In just the last year, I took it back, started producing it myself, you know? Like, all that happened within a year. Like, it, it just, it, it went crazy in a year. And and where it's at versus where it's at now versus where it's at before, I really, really am proud of how far it's come. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a big relief. <laughs> I think we've doubled the number of subscribers in the last six months. I am pissed that my gamble of hitting 10,000 didn't happen. Oh, yeah. But but it's still the first week <laughs> of January, so we're not done yet. So everybody like and subscribe because I want to hit the 10K mark. And I told thousand we'd hit it by January. God damn it. Uh, beginning of January, too, at that. So let's not make a liar of me. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Go. Um, I think I think that's mostly it to cover for Jeezel. Um, if you guys have any questions so. or comments or concerns, if uh, any of the Chem Fam want to chime in, the comments are below. I don't delete comments. You know, like it, I don't care if they're they're counterintuitive to to what I'm saying or disagree. Um, it's a good place to have a conversation, and we want to have meaningful, open conversations and transparent conversations. I do sometimes delete comments if they just straight toxic and non-constructive oh yeah 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 <laughs> those ones if and if people are being like mental and uh using it like their diary to shit post yeah i'll delete those i don't really care i'll talk shit to them but other than that like if it's if it's um topic relevant it stays and uh yeah that's about it yeah leave your comments please we need the interaction I have one shout out uh, before I hand it over to you, Matt, to wrap up, sure. which is Canna Cabana. Oh, thank you. Is open. Thank you. Canna Cabana is open. And Kirby wants you to get a hold of him. Um, he's ready. He's ready to book okay. the episode. Yeah. So we're going to be doing an episode with the Canna Cabana crew. Um, not sure what we're going to talk about yet exactly, but it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I'm stoked on it. Um, for those that don't know, the Canna Cabana is the longest running forum still active. Um, it was originally built as a refuge for Overgrow members after Overgrow got popped and shut down. Heaven Stairway got popped and shut down. Um, it was a private refuge, and it was kept private, mostly secret. Like, still, a lot of a lot of people that are on the forums had never heard of it, weren't invited there. You had to be invited by someone and vouched for to even get in. Um, and as of January 1st, it's open. It's open to the public. So go check it out, thecannacabana.com, and it's great people there. 
uh, me and CSI are going to be really active there as much as we possibly can. And uh, the people who run it, Optimus Prime, D-Man, Skitty, and Curbside, um, they're all legends in their own right, like all legends. So it's, it's, it'll be an honor to have them on. And to be able to discuss something that was so secret and private for so long out in the open is, is a real treat. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So go check it out. Go sign up. Great people. Great conversations there. Lots of old data, pictures, um, strain info. The, the, what was it? The free-for-all FFA is on there, which is an old mass super skunk cross. It was really dank. Um, that most people don't know about pictures of that are on there too. And it was called free-for-all because everybody would pass it around. It was free-for-all. But then it got locked. So there's that. <laughs> I just wanted to add as well that it might seem odd to, uh, I don't know, talk about forums in 2023. But at the same time, they are so superior when it comes to information than, yes. you know, over social media. There's just no, there's no comparison. Also, the ways in which people can actually discuss things you just don't get in like an Instagram post or yeah. So, you know, I mean, we have our discord that we talk about our Patreon discord where we do stuff like that. But the one thing I want to say is a lot of people that weren't around for the forum era and weren't a part of the forum culture. This is your way to understand that kind of culture that we talk about a lot, like how we interact with each other, how we build relationships and share clones as opposed to like always trading or, you know, selling clones. I mean, a lot of you guys hear me. I don't like selling clones. I don't like, I don't like when people have to go buy them because I know how many people are out there scamming right now versus even five years ago. Um, a lot of that stuff was given in past as merit to show I trust you. You're my friend. You trust me. This is how we're going to show our trust. And that kind of culture is still alive there. And if you want to want to learn about it, you want to experience it. Um, it's very alive there. Can't I can't give a stronger wreck to a place than than the Canada Cabana. And with that, I mean, do you do you have anything else? No, that was that was it for me. Damn, smashed it out, right? Um, so with that, we have our breeder syndicate Patreon that I just mentioned. Go to patreon.com forward slash breeder syndicate. It's five dollars a month. And basically that keeps most of the trolls out. If they make it in, we still boot them. Um we're being more aggressive about uh, making sure that it's a fun environment and not and not depressing because you know sometimes some people can can take it there and we're we're trying to to keep that that vibe really 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 good and a part of that is by keeping out trolls a lot of people don't like that there is a dollar amount with it but we try to make it affordable to like less than a Starbucks coffee now you know what I mean like for for a month. And, uh, you know, we watch fights together there. We also have our, our tier where you can, you know, get packages every three months or so. And it comes loaded. It's really cool. Uh, different breeders, you know, a lot of it's uh, unreleased stuff or soon to be released stuff that you get a first crack at. So check that out. That's the top tier. Um, what else do we have? We have our, our codex, obviously, that we talked about. Codex.thebreedersyndicate.com. It's a treasure trove of information that we are going to constantly be adding to until the day I stop breathing. So I'm very proud of it. I know a thousand <laughs> is. I'm proud of his work on it and all the time that he put into making that beautiful. Um, what else do we have? What am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting something. Oh, the seed banks. Yes. We have uh, Gert by Seeds in Australia. We have Right Seed Co. Europe for uh, our European fellas. 
We also have Lifted Seeds, great guy out of the NorCal. Um, you can get our stuff from there, other people from the syndicate stuff there. And we have, of course, RiotSeeds.com, where you can get my reversal spray. That's where the Diesel S1s and hybrids are. And uh, yeah, there's all kinds of other stuff there. And if you're part of the Patreon, you can save some money, up to 30%, just for spending $5 a month. So that's a big, big savings. Like people use that all the time and uh, it works great. So I think that's it. I want everyone to have a happy and safe new year um, and be good to each other. Unless, unless people are scumbags and don't be good to them. That's it. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. With that, we'll see you next week. And that's it. Want to sit at the table with the syndicate? Check out our Patreon and our link tree or description below. Our merch site is officially live. We have all sorts of shirts, hoodies, and goodies to sort you out, and shipping is super fast, and most importantly, the quality is top-notch. I've been saving old designs for years for this purpose, so please check it out, syndicategear.com. We also have an underground syndicate discord where we get together and solve old strain history together daily. It's an amazing community of learning away from IG, and it's an amazing resource for old catalogs and knowledge. We hope you join our union of readers and growers. Come check it out.